Hi, everyone, and welcome to Val Talks Pets, the forum for pet parents and enthusiasts alike. Having been in the pet industry for over 10 years now, I'm going to share with you issues and questions that arise as I work with pet parents on a day-to-day basis. I am not a veterinarian, but I do have certifications in canine, feline, small animal, fish and herptile, and avian health and nutrition from the University of California, Davis Extension. Hi everyone and welcome to the first of a new spotlight on different breeds of cats and dogs on Valtox Pets. Every few episodes, I'm going to spotlight a type of cat or dog and explore some of their history and traits and maybe answer some questions you may have about these furry or in some cases not so furry companions. And I would love if any listeners could visit the website for suggestions for cat breeds or with some stories to relate about owning a certain breed. So I'm going to kick off this spotlight with a cat that I have seen in person, know a few people that have one, and some that actually have more than one, and that breed is the Bengal. If you have never seen a Bengal cat, you are missing out. These cats have the most striking and unique markings. They look almost like little spotted leopards, and their eyes are bright and mesmerizing. The Bengal is a breed created from hybrids of domestic cats, especially the spotted Egyptian Mao, and the Asian leopard cat, which is considered wild. The domestic breed stock also involves the Abyssinian cat. Now, according to history, a woman by the name of Jean Mill from California, United States, is the person given credit for the modern Bengal. She made the first known deliberate cross of an Asian leopard cat with a domestic cat, apparently a black Californian tomcat. In 1975, she received a group of Bengal cats, which had been bred for use in genetic testing, and voila, Jean was on her way to breeding in earnest. In 1983, the breed was officially accepted by the International Cat Association, and in 1997, the Governing Council of the Cat Fancy accepted Bengal cats. Now, This is really interesting. The FA, which is the Cat Fanciers Association, accepted the Bengal as miscellaneous at a board meeting in 2016. In order to register with the CFA, the cat must be at least six generations removed from the Asian leopard cat or non-Bengal domestic cat ancestor. Okay, so... How big is a Bengal cat? Well, they are a larger cat than our average house cats, and they are quite muscular. They are also long and lean. In terms of the beautifully marked coats, the Bengal is said to produce lower than average levels of allergens. Now, we will have to take the word of owners on this because there hasn't been any scientifically proven data on this. So what say you, Bengal cat owners? We can't say that they are hypoallergenic, 
because we know that no cat can be that. But reactions to a Bengal can be much lower. So that is helpful to people who have moderate cat allergies. And with all our animals, they require regular brushing. So a good slicker brush on hand is a good idea. Bengals come in a variety of colors. The International Cat Association recognizes brown, spotted, seal lynx point or snow, sepia, silver, and mink spotted or tabby as colors. People recognize as the most popular color the brown spotted rosette category. These guys look like little leopards. But there are many beautiful and unique colors that these cats can be. So if you are looking into a Bengal cat, one thing to be very aware of is their propensity to HCM, which is hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. This is a disease in which the heart muscle becomes abnormally thick. This can make it harder for the cat's heart to pump blood. This is a common genetic disease in Bengals, and as of the last data available, there was no genetic testing available. So Bengals that are to be bred need to go to a board-certified veterinary cardiologist for an echocardiogram. So that's a really big caution and tip for anyone thinking about getting a Bengal. Make sure that the breeding pair has been tested by a veterinary cardiologist with an echocardiogram and you are given proof that HCM is not present. You can really save yourself a world of financial hurt with this simple fact check. Another genetic disease Bengals are prone to is progressive retinal atrophy. This is when the cells in the back of the eye that register light are destroyed, and usually by two years of age, the cat has had significant vision loss. The test for this is done by the breeder, not usually a vet. Now, another genetic disease to look out for is PK deficiency. This is a disease that manifests as a chronic intermittent hemolytic anemia. Symptoms include lethargy, diarrhea, pale mucous membranes, lack of appetite, poor coat quality, weight loss, to name a few. Again, this is a test done by the breeder. The bottom line on these two diseases is that if the breeder says the cat has been veterinarian tested, this does not mean these two tests have been done. So ask for the results for these two afflictions. Okay, last but not least, what is the temperament of a Bengal? Is this the cat for you? Bengals are very smart, energetic, and playful. Some owners do report the opposite, that their Bengals are lazy, but personally, I have only heard from the people who do have them how incredibly energetic they are. They do like to be high, so a large cat tree should be in the budget. They like to climb, and they love to play. There are some cat puzzles available just as there are dog puzzles, so I would think these intelligent and curious cats 
could really benefit from a challenging puzzle. The other thing Bengals are known for, which separates them from most other cats, is their love of water. They really need a place to run and jump and investigate. Overall, Bengals are quite a beautiful cat. They are very smart, very active, and really require stimulation, social time, and a place to run and jump and climb. They are vocal as well, so if you do not want a talkative cat, this breed is probably not for you. Bengals are not the breed for a low-key family or couple or single person that just wants a quiet lap cat. These guys are fun, energetic, and want to be played with and interacted with. I might hazard a piece of advice that maybe these cats are more for an experienced cat owner, but as long as you research the breed well and know what you are getting into, then maybe you could go for it despite not having had cats before. Personally, I wouldn't really suggest this just because of the Bengal owners that I have had chats with. All of them relate just how much these cats keep them on their toes. The other things to really, really keep in mind is the health risks that come with their genetics. So I would say it is absolutely necessary that you have the paperwork and certificates made available to you to prove that the breeding pair is free of HCM, retinal atrophy, and PK deficiency. Not only are you saving yourself a lot of heartache, you're also keeping breeders transparent and responsible to making sure the breed is at its best. And that's what we want. Well, that's my little snapshot into the world of Bengal cats. Stay tuned for my next profile in Let's Get Familiar with Felines. Again, I'd love to hear from any Bengal owners and your stories about these amazing cats. And if you are thinking about becoming a Bengal cat parent, please do your research because, as I say, knowing is caring. Thank you for listening to Val Talks Pets. Please remember to follow or subscribe to ensure that you never miss an episode. To really help the show and to make it easier for others to find, please rate and review each episode that you find interesting and helpful. And don't forget that you can also email me at val at valtalkspets.com with topics you would like me to address or with any questions you may have. Also, check out my website at valtalkspets.com and let me know what you think and how we can improve upon it. Thanks for caring.